Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Focus is on the New Hampshire primary. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Uh, It is coming. It is coming and it is coming soon. Nikki Haley believes that she's going to have herself an unbelievable evening there. Ron DeSantis has said... He's not getting out of this race. But New Hampshire, the guy doesn't even tally. He's at 6%. The St. Anselm poll, which, all right, admittedly is always a bit wackadoo. Trump 52, Haley 38, DeSantis 6. He's at 6% in New Hampshire. The Real Clear Politics average has Trump at 46.3, Haley at 33.5. That is a spread of 12.8. Let's call it 13 for those of us playing the home game. How much does Haley have to underperform or DeSantis have to overperform to keep DeSantis in this race? And I'm a DeSantis guy. I just don't understand what I'm looking at. Where's the money, Lebowski? Oh, we need the, we need the thing. Well, I, I'll, I'll do the thing. I, I I just I just want to make you happy. Okay, I'll do I'll I'll do the thing. Where's the money, Lebowski? You want that money, Lebowski? Bunny says you good for it. So, I don't understand how he's in this race. I don't understand financially how he's in this race. And the 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 differences I think uh, regarding uh, a DeSantis or a Trump and Haley are becoming more and more apparent. And Haley will not answer certain questions directly and with focus, and this is becoming an issue. What makes her attractive to people, that she has less baggage and she can throw a wider net. When they show those head-to-head polling matchups with Biden, she beats Biden by a great margin. Certainly compared to Trump, certainly compared to DeSantis. DeSantis still does... Uh, come ahead. Even Trump comes ahead, but she is ahead by a, a larger amount. So there's an argument of let's win easy. But I think the the idea of the Civil War, uh, you know, slavery conversation, she won't say that a man can't be a woman. Um, these things hurt. These things hurt. I don't think it'll be the China this, China that, China what have you. I think it's going to be these uh, social things that are going to do more damage. But I'm going to wait. Let's see if that's the case. Let's see if she underperforms in the polls there in New Hampshire. Because if she does, well, then it's kind of interesting. Then maybe uh, 
Ron DeSantis can make a case to whatever donors are left from the $200 million that got spent to get a pretty bad second place finish. Hey, uh, remember me? So, we'll see. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. NBA All-Star Weekend. February 16th uh, through the 18th. Uh, guys, it's going to be a... It's going to be a party. There, there, there's there's going to be cake. Um... Possibly some some soft drinks. And then, of course, there's going to be a slam dunk contest. There's going to be the game. And there's going to be a lot of people downtown. It's going to be very cool. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Danny Lopez joins me right now. Vice President of External Relations and Corporate Communications for the Indiana Pacers. Also, full disclosure, running uh, for the, the State House. Uh, there uh, and uh, we just uh, because I like full disclosure that's a subject we are not discussing we're not discussing his run for the General Assembly in Indiana we are discussing uh, All-Star Weekend so much so we're not even discussing the trade which uh, has taken over everybody's lives Uh, Pascal Siakam uh, and, and the trade uh, for Bruce Brown and some first-round picks. I know this isn't your wheelhouse. You're not the basketball operations guy. But how good does the building feel after this trade? I mean, look, here's a guy that can play on both ends of the court. He's dynamic. He's good on defense. He's exciting. All-NBA guy. Uh, I mean, if you if you listen to all the talking heads, I mean, this, this puts the Pacers in the top tier there in the Eastern Conference to be competing. So, it's exciting, but I, I'd say this: How about the uh, how about Indiana dominating the sports news cycle nationally for the last week between the court at the airport and this trade yesterday? Uh, it's been a it's been a good uh, few days around the building for sure. The court at the airport, if you did not uh, see or, or hear, uh, there is a full size regulation uh, basketball court right now in the middle of the Indianapolis International Airport, right there in the middle of the food court area. Yeah. Do do I can I play on it? Can people play on it, or is it just there to to look pretty? So there's hoops up. You, we you know you can't play on it right now. I mean, honestly, Tony, I think I think even we didn't anticipate the kind of reception that it was going to get. So. You know, maybe we think about before before it gets torn out what what we can do with it and, and make it interactive. But it's just cool for now to have it there. And it, it like I said, it dominated the news cycle. It's such a different element, and I think it's it's a good uh, it's a good illustration of how we do these events in Indiana differently than other places. I mean, I remember flying out to Salt Lake City last year for All Star Game in Utah, which was which was fine. It was it was a good event, and it was it was just fine. But if you were in the airport. You didn't really know that you were in All-Star until maybe you got closer to the street level and then there was some signage. But for us, whether you're at the airport or anywhere downtown or hopefully anywhere uh, in central Indiana with some of the signage, you're going to know that this event is going on. You're going to know that you're right in the middle of All-Star because we, you know, we just do these things differently. Uh, my suggestion is at the airport, uh, an eight-team high school tournament. Just select eight teams out of a hat. They all play down there. Winner gets a, a, a cash prize for the school. My suggestion, uh, run up the flagpole, see if Herb Simon says yes or no. Talking to Danny Lopez from uh, the Indiana Pacers, Vice President of External Relations and Corporate Communications. Uh, it's been a delay. Right? You had to wait a couple of years to get your All-Star well, we, game. This should have been did. happening we, uh, in 2021. 
did the delay make it uh, some great opportunities go by the wayside, or do you really feel that you were able to capitalize on the extra time? No, look, the the, the delay ultimately was a silver lining. I mean, we all, we're always careful when we talk about COVID and silver linings, but uh, but the you know the, the having the more time allowed us to organize uh, differently, to pull stuff together that we weren't going to be able to do. I mean, remember that we. We, did, we won this bid in 2017 when Larry drove the Indy car on Fifth Avenue and hand-delivered the bid to the NBA. We planned for 21. The building, Gamebridge, would have been half completed, so you would have had you know, gray seats and green seats in the balconies, and it, wouldn't have been, it just wouldn't have been done. And So it would have been great, and it would have been a celebration of basketball and a celebration of Herb and a celebration of Indiana, but it wouldn't have been the same. Now you've got a completed building. You've got the plaza outside. Uh, and you're able to do this in a way. I mean, 21 would have been low touch, and it would have been all this other stuff that would have sort of taken a little bit of the luster off the experience. Now we're able to do things the way we were going to do them, we're planning on doing them. And so, from that standpoint, it, it really actually was was beneficial to us in the planning. Um, and, and you know, you know, again, when you've got this many people involved, there, there's cities that don't even have host committees. We've got 400 people on this host committee, lots of volunteers, lots of people that are actively engaged. Uh, this wouldn't have been possible in 2021. So, I mean, from that, from a lot of standpoints, I'd say uh, it was a blessing that this thing got pushed back a little bit. But it has been seven years. I think everybody's ready. We're within 30 days now. We're inside of 30 days. Uh, I think everybody's more than ready to get this thing going. Talking to Danny Lopez of the Indiana Pacers. Uh, the whole weekend, walk me through it. Uh, let's let's do uh, the, the TikTok of events, both at Gamebridge uh, and at Lucas Oil Stadium. So Thursday night, we've got – we're going to – actually, we just announced it yesterday. We're going to have something called tip-off. It's never never been done uh, for NBA All-Star, but it's essentially a, an opening ceremony that we'll do at the plaza, and it'll be, um, it'll be Thursday night at 6.30. We're going to put more information out here in, in a couple of weeks on where you can get tickets. It'll be free, but, we'll, but, but ticketed, obviously, because we have limited space out on the plaza. Uh, and then starting on on Friday, we're going to have the you'll have the Rising Stars game, the Celebrity game. Um, you'll go into All Star Saturday night and practice and media day on uh, on Saturday, and then of course Sunday is the game. And then you know the interesting thing about All Star, which is a little bit different from you know Super Bowl or or any of these other uh, major events that we host, certainly the NCAA's, is you have all these ancillary events that are. Some of them are basketball related. Some of them have nothing to do with basketball. So, you know, we're we're doing something called Day of Service. So the NBA does a Day of Service every single year for All Star. Typically, it's an hour or two. The commissioner comes out. They invite some former players. They do some, you know, backpack packing or some meal packing. Uh, take some photos and off they go. But we turn that into 24 hours of service. So we're doing starting on on uh, Thursday at 4 p.m. and ending up on Friday at 4 p.m. We're pulling in 6,000 volunteers which we'd love folks to volunteer. There's still some spots, particularly for the overnight shifts. Uh, and you can go to pacers.com slash all-star for all of this and to sign up. But we're pulling in 6,000 volunteers. We're going to pack a million meals. They're going to be distributed through food banks all across the state of Indiana. Uh, so that'll be going on at Lucas Oil on the other side of the curtain from where All-Star Saturday night is going to be held. Um, so, you know, there's just things like that. We're going to be doing something at Chris Moore House. We're going to be do- doing something at Crispus Attic's. I mean, it's just going to be a busy, busy weekend. You hit the nail on the head uh, in the intro. There's going to be upwards of 125 to 150,000 people descending upon downtown. And one of the things that other cities we noticed a lot for from previous host cities was a lot of sort of messaging around, 
you know, it's going to be busy downtown, so you may want to stay away. We want people to come downtown. Whether you've got a ticket, whether you're a fan of basketball or the NBA, just come downtown. It's going to be a party. There's going to be tons of things going on, uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. One of the uh, questions uh, about what happens downtown is, of course, you know, we talk about downtown uh, often. And while I'm not looking to get a a, a political uh, conversation uh, going, talk to me about safety and security for people who are coming to Indianapolis for the event. So we've been having, I mean, for years now, we've been having a lot of conversations with IMPD and NBA security to ensure that, you know, you've got a safety plan and a security plan in place. Um, you know, so I, I think from that standpoint, people shouldn't feel like, you know, there's any security concerns or safety concerns because the planning has been done. And, and again, this isn't the first time that we do these large scale events. I mean, if you think about Super Bowl and Georgia Street, I still have the photo up in my office of Georgia Street. And it, it was, you know, it was front to back packed in like sardines. Um, and it was safe. It was a safe environment. It was a fun environment. So we're, we're less concerned about safety and security. Uh, downtown because we've got a plan in place and, and it's going to be secure. And we're more sort of excited about uh, what we can do with folks when they're downtown. Danny Lopez of the Indiana Pacers, vice president of external relations and corporate communications. Appreciate taking the time to be with us. Looking forward uh, to the weekend and looking forward uh, to downtown making a crap ton of cash. That's <laughs> absolutely good economic impact. It's good for businesses downtown. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we, we may not have this again in most of our lifetimes. Uh, so come on out and, and check it out and just enjoy it. Danny Lopez, thank you. I appreciate it. Max. How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz. 93 WIBC. Good morning. Philip on the news presented by Absolute Wealth Management LLC, the Absolute Wealth Retirement Planning Show, Sundays 9 a.m. on WIBC and WIBC.com. The Dow futures are down 55. The NASDAQ futures up 149. One of the interesting stories that Davos is going on, the World Economic Forum. Man, these elitists. They they really do want your life. They are desperate to control it. Both publicly and privately, as reported by CNBC, U.S. executives said at Davos they weren't concerned if Donald Trump wins the 2024 presidential election. Banking leaders specifically were like, yeah, everything would be great. So, you know, that's that's just awesome. Here's everything news media is throwing at you about Trump and the people making money. They'll be like, sweet. They often forget that you can make money, too, in an economy where you're not viewed as the enemy. It's It, it can be done. Meanwhile, the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, very clear that if you think there's going to be Ukraine aid without a border deal, you are nutty. I told the president, I looked right across the table from him in the cabinet uh, official's room, and I said, Mr. President, you have the authority right now to end this catastrophe. It's your actions that created it. In fact, Mr. President, I told him in the meeting today, we've documented 64 instances of you taking executive actions in your agencies that created this catastrophe. Mr. President, it's on you to unwind it. We don't need new laws. You could do it right now. I've cited to him, read him the legal authority on the phone on Thursday of last week that he could take. And you know what he said in the meeting, Laura? He said, we're ready to do big 
big things on the border. Well, hallelujah, Mr. President. President Biden, do your job. Fix the catastrophe that you've created. It's an unspeakable humanitarian catastrophe. It is awful on every level. The funding has to be there. The technology is needed. You also do have a humanitarian conversation, which should be had, just like the labor conversation should be had. All is possible to do. All of it is possible. It's just a question of whether or not these people want to do the job. And as we heard from Corinne Jean-Pierre, she's not interested in doing the job. She's interested in false claims and name-calling. Thank you, Corinne. Why are... You repeating this false claim that Republicans voted to reduce the number of Border Patrol agents, even though the Washington Post gave the administration three Pinocchios for that. So we don't believe it's a false claim. Uh, Our statements were very direct here. Uh, Last year, House GOP voted, uh, voted, and not only did they vote for it, but they touted. They touted their Limit, Save, Grow Act. That's the act. Well, limit, and they vowed that it would never affect Border Patrol. They voted for and touted it, right? This is an act. And this would have forced the elimination of 2,000 Border Patrol agents. That's what this act that they touted, that they voted for uh, in the House. Uh, so that was their proposal, and, and that was so what they, they voted for back in, in May. Reporters saying, we know you're lying, and the White House saying, yeah, we're cool with that. We're going to keep doing it. Quinn Jean-Pierre is just terrible at the job. The world is crazy, as we often discuss, but we don't have to be. That's why we take these days, we take these Thursdays, and we bring about the TK Thursday music moment. It's, it's important. It's important to take a breath. It's important to take a, a, a beat presented by Kill-A-Dent. Kill-A-Dent-Removal.com. Uh, uh, they'll get the dents out of your car. That's what they do. It's kind of their thing. It's kind of their 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 jam. The door dings, the mobile dent repair, all of it. Killadentremoval.com is where you go. We take the, these moments just to play, uh, play some music, take a breath, relax. It's okay to take a few minutes to yourself, and then we'll get back to it. But you got to take some time. Got to clear your head. And uh, music usually does it. So I, I went uh, today... Uh, to to 1983, and I've been I've been going a, a bit obscure a, a, as of late, and enjoying the bit obscure. Uh, this bit obscure is even more obscure because when talking about the Talking Heads, people usually go in 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 one direction, right? When when people talk about uh, the David Byrne and Talking Heads, uh, it's usually only uh, one song that gets thought of. I went in the other direction. Play it there, Producer Carl. Girlfriend is better from speaking in tongues. Yeah. Turn it up.
weirdo stuff. Some of it just awesome. You'll find that over there at the TK Music Moment. We've got the page up. All of the songs are there for your listening pleasure. Trump, right? A president of the United States must have full immunity without which it would be impossible for him or her to properly function. Any mistake, even if well-intended, would be met with almost certain indictment by the opposing party at term end. Even events that, quote, cross the line, unquote, must fall under total immunity or it will be years of, of, of what? It'd be years, oh, of trauma trying to determine good from bad. Um, yeah, I'm not giving presidents total immunity. What immunity from what prosecution? Well, I think the argument would be that's what, uh, impeachment is for, right? To remove someone from office. You're talking about things ipso facto. You're talking about revenge, like what's happening to you right now, uh, president Trump. But what if there is a crime? Um, you sure you want to give Joe Biden immunity, Kamala Harris immunity, you, you, Barack Obama immunity. You sure about that? Man, oh man, oh man. You think 2024 is going to be weird. You, holy moly. Uh, I have got a full day for you. On Tony Katz today at noon. Uh, rare do I get the day where, like, I didn't get to half the stories I wanted to. How about uh, you've got Russians taken to the streets to oppose the war in Ukraine? How about NBC editing out uh, Houston Texans quarterback C.J. Stroud talking about Jesus? A sign for the economy that doesn't work. And, of course, COVID came from a lab in China. Of course it did. I have got that all on Tony Katz today at noon. Uh, We will catch you then, kitten. That's what we'll do.